episode four of the Battle Academy podcast. My name is Monica. You may know me in game as Anthissa or on social media as Anthissa21. In the first couple of episodes, I discussed the two main things that I believe are core to Pokemon Go PvP. The type effectiveness chart and how to take advantage of it, and the ideal move set for your Pokemon. And the best way the to figure that out episode, using a resource called PvP.com. Today, what I'm are going they, to get into what, do they mean, what I believe is the biggest head scratch basically involving why exactly Pokemon do Go they PvP, matter so and that much? is IVs. But they also kind of don't matter. It's a little tricky to figure it out. But we're going to take a look at that for the first half. And then in the second half, we're going to go a little more in-depth and talk about when IVs don't really work at all to determine what the best Pokemon in a situation is. You'll be surprised to learn that there are some times when the what is considered the ideal PvP IV isn't exactly ideal at all. A lot of the resources I'm taking from are Pokemon Go Hub's beginner chart, uh, beginner article, and uh, there is a lot of information. All of this cross references to articles from Silk Road, and a very interesting bit of information regarding Wigglytuff, or a very interesting Wigglytuff situation. So it's going to be very very weird episode there is a time when ivs matter but more often than not you really don't have to worry about them if you're beginning just when you're picking out your pokemon is the only time you really have to worry about them so we'll get into that as well iv stands for individual value and this is basically the genetics of the pokemon what makes one pikachu unique from another now, these values are broken into three main sections. Attack, defense, and stamina, which is also rated as HP or health points. The easiest way to see this information is to use the appraisal tab on your menu when you're looking at your individual Pokemon. It'll bring you up your team leader and they'll do the appraisal and they'll give you the 0 to 15 scale. Now... Keep in mind that IVs are not equal to base stats. Base stats can change. This is what your CP or combat points are based on, I believe. Whereas your IVs, once they are there, they're pretty much set. Now, there are a couple of ways to get even more in-depth information on your Pokemon's IVs. There is a PvP rank bot on certain Discord channels you can use, or you can use, like, a third-party IV checker like Poke Genie. However, keep in mind, using a third-party checker is a breach of the terms of service, and if you somehow get caught, you can be banned for a limited amount of time for your first offense. So, if you're going to use something like Poke Genie, please keep in mind that is breaking the rules, technically. Now, there is a formula for figuring out IVs. Again, I'm not a math person, so I'm not going to get too heavy into the numbers. But it involves something called the stat product, which involves doing some math with your attack number, your defense number, and your stamina number. 
this is part of the CP formula. And the CP formula weights attack nearly twice what it weights defense and stamina. So attack is heavier for some reason. So it's kind of a larger number in general going into just looking at the base IVs. So whatever attack number you have, imagine that number basically being two numbers in one. Okay. So this is why we get into seeing the ideal PVP IV being low attack with high defense and high stamina or HP. So if you didn't understand why, because I know for a while I had no clue, well, this is why. It's because of the way the attack number is treated in the, in the current CP formula. So you just have a bit of an idea how exactly that works. The next major question is when and why do IVs matter? In all honesty, in my opinion, and this article from Pokemon Go Hub agrees with me, um, moves matter more than your IVs. If you don't have a good enough move, fast move, building up energy for your charge move, and your charge move isn't dealing enough damage, that's going to cost you more than what your IV numbers are. So please, please, please keep that in mind. IVs are important, but they're not always important. And sometimes when they are important, you won't even notice that it was. The only time the IV really matters, in my opinion, is they do have this rule in matches that if both Pokemon hit their charge attack at the same time, the trainer who punches the charge attack and their Pokemon has a higher attack stat, that charge move will fire off first. It does tend to happen sometimes that you can unknowingly hit the charge button at the same time as your opponent, but... From what I've seen, it's not as likely as firing off your charge move first well ahead of your opponent, who may be, under their strategy, building up maybe two or three charge moves to fire off at once. So it's kind of a minuscule matter for that attack IV. More often than not, in my opinion... The only time that IVs really matter is when you're going through your Pokemon storage and you're trying to decide who to keep for PvP. And even this is hit or miss, so keep that in mind as well. Now, we talk about the ideal IV. The low attack, high defense, high stamina. That's when you're looking at... Do I keep this Pokemon or do I not? Now, you can worry about IVs if you are a huge collector. Everybody's after the Hundos, the 100% Pokemon. I know I've got a few. And then, of course, there are people that collect zeros and level ones. And for the collection purposes, for collection purposes, 
that's perfectly fine. And, you know, there, there's not too much to worry about where those IVs are concerned. Just, do you want the four star? Do you want the zero star? And it's pretty easy to deal with. When you get into the PvP, it gets all kinds of convoluted. So much. So, to make it kind of easy and simplistic, and I believe for beginning PvP, simplistic is best, going for that 0-15-15 is probably the best thing to do at this point in time because the attack is going to be weighted double and just... I guess to kind of balance it out, you have the higher defense and the higher HP. Now it is my assumption that higher defense and higher HP helps your Pokemon last longer in a match. I could be wrong about that. But from my understanding, that is going to be your best approach. Having a Pokemon who is going to last long enough and do a significant amount of damage so that way you outlast your opponent. Hopefully, this clears up IVs a little bit for you and you have a better understanding of what they are and how they work and what exactly you want to try to look for as you hunt down your Pokemon for PvP. Keep in mind, the ideal IV doesn't work every time, just in preferred situations. I guess it's a rule of thumb, a, a guidelines, not necessarily set in stone. All right, I'm going to take a quick break, get me some water, and when I come back, we're going to talk about some of the myths that have surrounded IVs and look at a couple of interesting scenarios where the ideal IV is not necessarily ideal. It's going to get weird, guys. I'll see you in a minute. to start this half of the show by saying thank you so much for joining me and for getting this far into the show. I've been kind of keeping up with the numbers a little bit, just kind of offhand out of curiosity. And I gotta say, thank you guys so much. The The numbers made me tear up a little bit. I was not expecting uh, as many people as I was to be listening to the show, and I really appreciate that. If you're interested in posing some questions or you have some some constructive criticism for me, then 
please feel free to DM me on Twitter. My handle is at Anthisa21. You can also check out my Instagram feed, all of my AR photos. I kind of took a break after GoFest, so it's not been much posted there in a little bit. But it's Anthisa.21. There is a difference. And uh, again, you can also email the show at anerdblog at gmail.com. I will be looking through all of that. Looking forward to any comments or questions. I do kind of want to do like a question answer session. So if you guys want to email me some questions, I'd totally appreciate that. And uh, as far as supporting the show is concerned, I am looking at starting up a Teespring shop. And I am weighing the possibilities of what to do with a Patreon. Uh, If you have any ideas of anything you would be interested in supporting, then uh, I'll take those emails into consideration as well. So thank you so much for listening to the show, downloading the show, however you're getting it. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or even if you're watching on YouTube, Um, And if you're interested about the YouTube and you want to like and subscribe, the name is Anthissa the Random Nerd. Uh, I haven't been able to change the username on it just yet. I will get that sorted out. But uh, again, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. All right. I did say that we were going to be looking at some of the myths surrounding IVs. And uh, basically these are just like, minor misconceptions that you can get hung up on and think that this really matters. Truth be told, it is not always the case. And again, I'm using PokemonGoHub.net's um, tra- Battle Academy, uh, Training Academy for uh, Beginners, I believe. And uh, the number one, the first one they talk about is a higher level does not make a Pokemon better. Basically, a lot of people get hung up on a higher IV has to be the best or a higher ranking on, say, PV Poke or the PVP bot on Discord. Or even if you use, like, Poke Genie, it'll give you a rating. Uh, this is not always the best possible case. And this is where we get into one of those weird stories about a Pokemon that the IVs aren't perfect, but for some reason it still works. It's weird. And this is the Altaria situation. If you don't know, an Altaria that is ranked, let's see, overall ranking of 2170 versus a ranking of 2212. The one you wouldn't expect is the one that comes out on top. The The ranking of 2170 has an attack of 103.1 versus an attack of 101.4. The defense is worse and the stamina is maybe just a little bit better. So it's like this weird look to the bars. You wouldn't expect it to be the better IV, but it comes out on top. So just because... The IVs are good, doesn't mean it's a good Pokemon. The breakdown on the two Altarias they compared, one has a stat, one has an IV of 0, 14, 15, and the winner 
has an IV of 0015, which makes zero sense whatsoever. So just because you have better stats does not mean that your Pokemon is always going to be on top. Just a little something to keep in mind there. The next major minor myth is that being closer to 1500 does not necessarily make a Pokemon better. Oh, you're playing Great League. 1500's the cap. If you don't have its 1500 CP, your Pokemon's weak. No. No, 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 no. That is not the case at all. Not every Pokemon is going to be able to hit 1500. That's something you gotta keep in mind. I have several Pokemon that they are like 1470, 1480. If I were to power them up one more time, they would break into Ultra League. And I can't max them up for Ultra League, so keeping them in Great League is where I want them. So I'm keeping their CP where it's at in order that I can continue to use them because they're great Pokemon. They work wonderfully for me. Uh, one of them is my Wish Cash, I believe, is like a 14 low 90s. And then my Azumarill is 1480 1470 in that range so having a pokemon be at 1500 cp isn't always the best thing sometimes you can get close to it sometimes you can't and sometimes you get the little weak pokemon that looks weak and then it just kicks your butt so don't let cps fool you cp doesn't really mean anything and just because you have a CP that's maxed higher than you're used to, you can still handle it. The CP isn't the issue. So don't get hung up on CP. Don't get too hung up on the ranking. Finally, low attack is often, but not necessarily better. Oh, you have to have this perfect IV spread. It has to be 0, 15, 15, or as close as you can get to 0, 15, 15. I... This is where we get into the interesting and somewhat highly specific story of the Wigglytuff. Somebody on Reddit did a deep dive on Wigglytuff versus Vigoroth and Noctowl for, I think, the Jungle Cup. And they were running... The ideal spread on Wigglytuff, which is 0, 15, 12. And it ends up losing most of the matches. What they ended up finding out and digging through it is that the ideal numbers for Wigglytuff in those scenarios is actually high attack, moderate defense, and very low stamina. Uh, they called it at 10, 6, and next to 0. This just basically goes to show you that even though there is an ideal PvP IV, it is not necessarily the gold standard. Yes, the story about the Wigglytuff, it was a highly specific scenario for a specific Sylph Cup, but it could apply to other situations as well. So basically what you're looking for is what you think is a good Pokemon. Yes, IVs are a nice guide to follow in picking your PvP Pokemon, but it doesn't have to be set in stone. 
you know, as long as you have decent Pokemon, you can still pull out wins that you didn't think you could. It's like kind of similar to when you're going raiding. It calls for certain Pokemon as counters. You don't have to have perfect IVs. Just as long as you have those Pokemon, you've already got an advantage in countering whatever raid battle you're going against. Same thing for self-cups. As long as you've got some Pokemon that are kind of good and strong and others that can fill in your weak areas for whatever self-cup you're facing, you're going to do pretty decent. As for how this applies to Go Battle League, having a trio that kind of hits wide is going to be your best option. When I started Go Battle League last week, when it went live into Season 3, I started with Alolan Ninetales, Skarmory, and Alolan Raichu. And it did really, really well. It got me through first two ranks pretty well. I am struggling a bit in rank 4, and I've had to mix it up a little bit. And that's kind of where you get into the issue with Go Battle League because you do have to face matchmaking and you're not really sure of what you're going to face. You can try looking up the meta and see what's going to counter and the best place to really look for that information is going to be pvpoke.com. And once you look at those, you can kind of go to another site that I'm going to leave you a resource for in the description for kind of ranking. Like if you're not on Discord, you can check this out stadiumgaming.gg uh, these are the people that run go stadium they have a rank checker set up you enter your pokemon enter their iv enter the details of how you acquired it and they'll give you the great cup matches what the best iv spreads and rankings are for that particular Pokemon. And it's a great little handy tool to have if you don't want to go through the risk of downloading a third-party IV checker, such as Genie, and you don't have access to the rank bot on Discord. Remember that address is stadiumgaming.gg and they should have a menu option to get to it uh, do, do, do. resources, rank checker. Yep. Look on their main page, hit the menu button, hit resources in that menu, and you'll get rank checker, rank comparison, full IV rankings. And hey, it looks like you can even get access to PV poke and PVP bot. So a lot of wonderful ish, a lot of wonderful resources at your fingertips for making sure you've got a great Pokemon setup. All right, that's going to be a show from me. Next week, we're going to go a little bit further into the beginner's guide to PvP and uh, talk about team buildup and get a little bit more into the meta. And hopefully, we can start looking more at what we can expect from, say, 
Self Arena or going into Go Battle League. And we could get more into a PvP kind of news show to break down the metas and give you a look at what kind of Pokemon you can look forward to using, what you need to save your dust for, what you can spend your dust on, so on and so forth. Hopefully, we're really getting close to hitting a stride with this show. Again, I appreciate you for being here. Thank you so much for joining me. However you got a hold of the show, I truly appreciate it. I will see you guys next week, and I hope you have a wonderful one. <laughs>